In 2009, Judy Meikle was on the list for a heart transplant. She would get that heart that July, a heart that just after her 70th birthday is still beating strong in her chest today. It should come as no surprise because for Judy, she has the heart of an army ranger. Judy joins us for a special Memorial Day episode because when she hears the national anthem today and places her hand on her heart, well, maybe it means a little more because of that army ranger living on in her. This is Pick Up the Six Podcast. Ryan Jodis back once again for another episode of Pick Up the Six Podcast. Today is Memorial Day, and we know how much that means, not just for this audience, but we know that you guys lean in on a day like today, but across our nation as we take time to remember the brave Americans who have gone before us and those who have laid down their life in defense of our nation. And we're just so eternally grateful for their service and their sacrifice. And we do take specific time today to pause and remember the thousands who have paid that ultimate price and their families and their loved ones and the communities that they leave behind. And we know that on a day like today, when maybe we can take the day off or head to the beach or maybe go to a picnic, we know when we go to those events uh, that we go uh, with a bit of a heavy heart and we remember those thousands who, who have, have done what they needed to do on behalf of our nation. So we're just grateful. I want to take a few minutes off the top and just talk about how grateful we are. And I'm so grateful for our two guests today, one of which who joined us a year ago today. We were doing the math. His name is John Bailey. His father was in the Army during World War II. And if you guys remember from episode 31, the Bailey brothers, dad was a big part of uh, grave maintenance uh, across Europe. And just did some extraordinary things. So great to have John back. And then our good friend, Judy Michael. And we've been lining it's this. Meekle. I knew she'd get me right out the gate. Judy Meekle, who has literally the heart of an army ranger. And you're like, well, what does that mean? We're going to explain what that means. So John, good to see you. Good to hear from you again. And Miss Judy. Hi, Brian. Man, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to have this conversation. The heart of an army ranger. You literally, physically had a heart transplant from a soldier who was an army ranger who laid down his life in 2009 and just an extraordinary sacrifice. So it's good to finally have you on the show, Judy. I'm glad to be here and I'm wishing everyone, and I don't use the word happy mm -hmm. Memorial Day. I just wish that everyone would remember those that uh, gave their lives in service for our country so the rest of us could enjoy the day off. That's right. And enjoy those freedoms. And for you, enjoy life since 2009 because of this heart. So we're going to talk about your hero because he, you've got a different relationship to this young man, Ben Cope, cop, 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 Ben cop. And he's from Minnesota, but take me back on that journey, 2009, 2008, 2007, where, where you and your doctors and physicians are like, we're going to have to do something about this harder. So take me back there. Yeah. Um, what happened was I just, uh, in 2008 in September, I wasn't feeling well and I didn't have my usual energy. And when I was walking my dog, um, on this path near my house, sometimes I would just have to sit down and nobody was used to that. Hmm. And then the congestion got worse. And finally in October, 
October. They thought I had pneumonia and I went and um, uh, saw the doctor and uh, got, you know, ma magic medicine. And um, but it didn't do any good. And I continued to get worse. Finally, I ended up in the hospital because I couldn't breathe. And I was in the city of Chicago. I live in the suburbs, but I ended up in a city hospital nearest to where I was because my friend just drove me. It was faster than an ambulance because I would, couldn't catch my breath. And uh, they ended up doing a bunch of tests and then saying it was above their pay grade and transferred me to Northwestern Hospital. And I uh, fortunately, my next door neighbor worked there and had some pull and um, I ended up with the cardiologist who headed up the transplant unit because he owed her a favor. He wasn't taking any new patients, but mm. I had babysat through a lot of his too long meetings. So uh, for her two kids or had picked them up from hockey or whatever needed to be done. So I sure. got into Northwestern. As they said to me, all the tests that Swedish Covenant had done led them to where they were. And they finally diagnosed me and said, we have some good news and some bad news. The bad news is you need a heart transplant. The good news is, is that you're very healthy except for your heart which is a good thing. 29, or I'm sorry, 19 people die every day waiting for organs in just the wow. United States. Whoa. And some of this is because lack of organs, obviously, but also certain people get on the transplant list and then they get too ill. They're not going to give an organ because they're too precious to someone that can't follow the rules and can't do what they do, um, are supposed mm -hmm. to do, nor are they going to give it to someone who might not live if given the organ because it just doesn't make sense. So they, the good news was they said, because I was so healthy, except for the heart, and it was congenital, it was called non-compaction syndrome. And that means that it was webby at the top. Okay. And this is exactly how my cardiologist said, is that we can't repair it, but the, and your only alternative is a heart transplant, which is a pretty big pill to swallow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I stayed in the hospital from the beginning of October up until Christmas. I got out right at Christmas. I wanted to get out at Thanksgiving, but they weren't cooperating. And um, so, and then I came home and what's pretty weird is I hadn't been home since the beginning of October and I ended up getting a plant infection. I had no plants, so I'm not right. really sure how in Chicago in December, in the beginning of January, I got a plant infection. But anyhow, uh, I ended up going back in for another week. And then once they cleared that, I stayed out of the hospital. But part of the reason I was in so long is I had an intolerance to heparin and anybody mm -hmm. that knows anything about heart surgery knows heparin is like saline. 
And so that prevented me from getting on the list until I developed a tolerance. Two mm -hmm. people had been operated on without using heparin. One died on the table and one died less than a week later. So my odds weren't good with without heparin it. And yeah, without it. Sure. So I moved right along and developed a tolerance. They tested me every 28 days, whether they wanted to or not, because I was on my own schedule. And once I built up the tolerance, um, I was eligible to get on the transplant list, which was May of 09. Mm -hmm. So even though I'd known since October that I needed the heart transplant, I had to wait until May of 09. Gotcha. In July of 2009, Ben Kopp, who was 21 from Rosemont, Minnesota, part of the 3rd Battalion 75th Ranger Regiment, is injured and has wounds sustained during battle in the Helmand province of Afghanistan. Insurgents had attacked his unit using small arms fire. He's transported to Walter Reed, where eight days later, Ben passes. He's an organ donor. That heart becomes available. What are, what are the steps between where you left us in May to July to getting word that there is a heart available? Well, I was a backup for a trans heart transplant in May, and they call you and say, be ready to come. Mm -hmm. But thankfully, the person who was ahead of me came in because if you spike a fever and have any kind of infection or there's anything wrong with you, yeah. they go they immediately... No, they go immediately to the backup. And I want to say one thing about uh, Ben's family that you may or may not know. Um, Ben's mother, Jill Stevenson, when she was 14 and her younger brother was 11, he got hit by a car when he was on a bicycle and he succumbed to his injuries. But before that, they were able to designate, they were able to donate all of his organs. And he was the only boy with three sisters. So their family has a huge, I mean, this was long before. Yeah. They never found out who got any of G, uh, JT's organs. That was the brother's name and uh, named after the father, John Baroud. Mm -hmm. And um, but the family had already experienced this. So yeah. Jill's mother has literally been the mother of a donor and she has been the grandmother of a donor, donor losing her son at 11 and losing her grandson at 21, which is incredibly tragic. But it mm -hmm. shows that the family is really into organ donation long yeah. before yeah. it was such a big topic. Well, good on them. I mean, just it, it's as far as I can tell, it, it is a I believe it's a pretty selfless way to uh, to help others live on every, when you're every gone. Every religion, um, even Orthodox Judaism, which says you can't be buried with all of your um, uh, parts mm -hmm. um, as they spent um, all religions, including the Catholic religion as of Pope John the 23rd and uh, the Mormon, all religions believe that 
that is an act of um, selflessness mm. to donate organs. And so when I was out, um, like at the DMV, and I mm -hmm. would get people that objected. Uh, you become I a pretty big armed. advocate, right? For obviously, yeah, uh, right? yeah. and, and taking it to the people. Well, right after my, um, right after my surgery, I would go up to people and say, are you an organ donor? And the people I was with were like, yeah, but um, <laughs> I was able to get away with it. And yeah. I did get a lot of people to sign up. And at the Good. DMV, it's amazing. Kids really want to do it. Mm -hmm. um, their parents, of course, control to age 18, but I started a number of fights in the DMV line where the kids wanted to do it and the parents yeah. were hesitant. Yeah. And I said to the kids, you have to do what your parents want until you're 18. Well, I but felt like it was just an, an expect. It was kind of an expectation in our house. It was just, you know, yeah. When you get your driver's license, yes. you sign up for this. It hey, so let me ask you this. I don't know what kind of information is available for you, right? So in July, when they say, we've got one for you, right? We're ready. We're going to do this transplant. Well, you'll much, love right, this. How does this work? How much info do you get? Well, well, what's really incredible is that this never happened at Northwestern before. When the phone rang, I was with some friends who are pretty religious. And when, um, when the phone rang and I looked at them and I said, it's Northwestern. They looked at me and said, answer it. And then <laughs> they literally went like this. And then I answered the phone because I had a phone call from Maria Baru, Jill, uh, Ben's mother's first cousin, their fathers or brothers. And um, I had a call from her telling me that Jill was, you know, going to um, donate Ben's organs. And because I was already on the list, they wouldn't give them to anyone. You had to be on the list mm -hmm. and um, need, uh, need an organ that she was going to try to designate uh, oh, the okay. heart to me. Okay. But I said, it has to be one, it has to be a tissue match, two, um, it has to be a size match. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't fit, you can't put anything larger in that hole and then sure. Sure. Um, close it up. And the blood match. And, um, wow. and I'm an A positive. One of the few times I get an A plus. So, <laughs> um, and then I, um, I was so lucky because it turned out that Ben and I were a perfect match, not a good match, but size-wise, yeah. tissue, and blood. He was a universal donor, and I was a universal recipient. So it just was, I mean, it was a, literally a match yeah. made in heaven. I mm -hmm. truly believe it. Absolutely. And a miracle. Absolutely. So when I answered the phone, and John Bailey will know this would be typical of me, I answered the phone. Have you gone wheels up yet from Dulles? Um, and the woman said, what did you just say? And I started to repeat. She goes, no, no, I heard you but I can't answer that. And I said, uh, well, I'm hoping my, my heart is on the way from DC. Uh, and she goes, um, she knew me and knew I had a dog. And she said, 
take your dog down to your neighbors and get your skinny little arse down here and I'm 5'11 and I was down to 118 pounds at that point Mm -hmm. but um I thought I looked great my friends said afterwards you look like death born Dover so but I I was the first time that they had ever had somebody answer the phone with heart I mean with kidney you can you can set up the um the chain effect, but this was the first time ever that they had had somebody who, who knew who it was. So my um, first call afterwards was to Maria, who told me I might be getting it. And then I called my two best friends and said, you need to get down to Northwestern, but Mm. they would not say goodbye they only as i went in they kept saying well we'll see you after the surgery try to Mm -hmm. behave and john bailey will tell you trying to behave is hard for me right john (laughs) what do you think john yeah well judy is a wonderful neighbor in florida and we just love her to death but she does like to misbehave i think that's because she has such a youthful heart she has a lot more energy than us old folks do yeah yeah, she's got a she's running around with with an incredible year old heart. Yeah. You know, it really is amazing to me. And I know I believe it's a God thing that all of those particular boxes have to get checked to to make this work. I want to ask you two more questions specific to this. I want to know a little bit about Ben, but before that, y- you are you are given this incredible news, right? This amazing blessing, a great joy. Uh, an ecstatic feeling to know that you're going to be able to get this. Meanwhile, at the same time, a family's going through having lost their son and brother and all right. these. It, you know, it's, it's a, what a juxtaposition, right? It's a yin yang yeah. thing. Um, the, all I had to keep remembering is that I had nothing to do with Ben's totally. death. Sure. And in his passing with me getting an organ and he donated all the rest of his major organs, other people were going to live. And by them living, you know, they get to see their kids graduate from high school, get married, they get to see grandchildren, and and that it's a bigger circle of life. And that uh, Ben's eyes got to still see his heart beats um, in me every day and um, and when the national anthem plays it beats stronger and when certain things happen um, uh, you know I can definitely feel Mm -hmm. him and with everyone else it's not only us but everyone we know and related to so Ben is now related to, you know, literally a thousand people. And that's pretty amazing. And I think that that brings comfort to his family. And I know that the Rangers that were with Jill escorting her in Georgetown said it was the first time they'd seen her broadly smile when she found out that her cousin's friend was literally getting Ben's heart. Yeah. That's amazing. That is amazing. Tell us about this 21 year old from Rosemont, Minnesota. What, what do you know about him from stories? Cause I know that you 
know his family, have gotten to know his mom. Can you just tell us about this kid? Who he yeah, was? and his grandmother. And they <laughs> hid his great-grandmother until I went up there. And so I, as a, um, and so I said to her when I met her, I said, oh, they've been holding out on me, Miriam. And she, she was like, oh, that's just them. So, <laughs> and when I called her on Mother's Day, uh, she had caller ID. And, uh, and so when I called her, it was so funny. Um, she, when she answered the phone, she goes, hello to my oldest great granddaughter. You know? and, <laughs> and I'm turning 70 tomorrow. Tomorrow, as we record no today, you turn 70 tomorrow. Great, great yeah. grandchild. You know, this was back in the 60s. And mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just amazing, uh, you know, the selflessness of his family. And then I've met a bunch of Ben's friends as yeah. well. And so I have learned a lot. Uh, plus, I'm going to do a plug now. I hope you don't mind Please. because you knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. But there's a book called yep. The Heart of a Ranger, and it's by Bill Lunn, L-U-N-N. -N, and it's available on uh, Amazon, etc. And it tells the story of Ben and me, and it goes back and forth to what's going on between the two of us, and mm -hmm. Bill wrote it in the style of uh, the author Hildebrand, who wrote Unbroken, where mm. he did interviews with people that are uh, that knew both of us and separately, and it goes back and forth on what's going on, and I wouldn't have been able to recall, but I had a friend who wrote a blog, and I was able to turn the blog over to Bill Lunn completely. And then um, he read uh, created the Ben's life during the mm -hmm. same period of time, which wow. is pretty good juxtaposition for me in a hospital bed to him literally yeah. fighting a war, getting ready, two trips to Iraq um, before Afghanistan. And um, I think the book is very, very well written. And for anybody from Minneapolis, Bill Lunn is an Emmy Award winning um, newscaster. And he, the, the amazing part is when he saw that the heart recipient was from Winnetka, Illinois, and he's up in Minnesota, um, a bell went off because literally Bill and I grew up two miles, less than two miles apart, you're, a mile you're, and a you're, half apart. Your Kevin Bacon ability with connections of all these different six degrees yeah. of separation <laughs> is quite incredible. Yeah. It, it definitely, that one was amazing. Yeah. And then one time the, um, after I got to know Bill, I was at a friend's house at, the, at their pool and I took a picture of my feet in the pool behind it and I was there by myself and I took it and put it on Facebook and my phone rings and it's Bill who was in the newsroom um, mm -hmm. because he did the 10 o'clock thing and he said, what are you doing at Janet and Jim Williamson's pool? You know everybody. <laughs> looked at my thing. I knew I didn't use their name. And right, I go, right. how do you know where I am? And he goes, look up 
look to the left. It was the house he grew up in. Wow. He spent wow. many summers in yeah. the Williamson's pool. So, cool. I mean, the, and obviously I was friends with them since mm -hmm. I was at their pool. So, I mean, we found out since that we knew so many people yeah. in common. Yeah. Yeah. The name of the book is Heart of a Ranger, the true story of Ben Cop, American hero in life and death. It is available on Amazon and a great story that that talks through both of their two unique positions that then become uniquely connected. Uh, John, right. Um, you've heard Judy's story probably dozens of times at this point, but I can tell by watching you nod along and listen that it never really gets old hearing about this incredible connection. Your family knows a lot about service and sacrifice. What yeah. just what an incredible example, right? Uh, of just nonstop service before. Yeah. Service. yeah. I mean, just, just an amazing, amazing, amazing story. Um, you know, I asked Judy to do a program for my Rotary Club, mm -hmm. uh, your father's Rotary Club. Yeah. And um, I helped her put together a PowerPoint presentation with some pictures you know, of Ben and some other things that we did for her. I had my office staff do that. And when she did the program, which was remote because it was during COVID, yeah. uh, we weren't having meetings. Uh, one of the people, because we could see everybody, uh, Chris Neri, that was uh, a member, that's a member of our club. Mm -hmm. She actually started crying uh, during the presentation that it hit her so hard for what, you know, what was going on as sure. far as, sure. you know, Judy's program. And, and the giving of the organ uh, that allows Judy to live a wonderful life. I mean, sure let me tell you what, uh, she's like the Energizer Bunny down there. She doesn't miss a trick. She doesn't miss anything. Everything she's doing on an ongoing basis. And um, you know, Ben's family could not have picked a better person uh, as far as a recipient to give give Ben's heart to. Here, here. Before I wrap it up with her, sir, uh, you were telling me before we recorded that, you know, I know you run a coach company, right? Big buses. Yes. And I know that this time of year means a lot for you guys too, because you've got one that's wrapped for Gold Star Families. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, we've done a couple of different wraps that we've done uh, for nonprofits. We have a United Way bus. I've done one for Rotary. I've done a wide variety of different things. Uh, but one of our wraps that we we have is one of our coaches we did many years ago. It's a Gold Star family bus to honor Gold Star families. Uh, each year, uh, we donate our entire fleet uh, around Veterans Day. And this year, we're going to do it uh, November 1st. I was just working on that today. Uh, we'll take 600 veterans and guests down to Washington, D.C. to visit the monuments for the day. I donate my entire fleet. And uh, we take people that just, you know, we're two hours away from Washington, D.C. that don't feel comfortable driving down there, but yet want to go visit all the memorials. And uh, we have the Gold Star bus uh, lead that off with Gold Star family members that are on that bus and only Gold Star family members that we have on that vehicle. Let's uh, let's have a sidebar when we're done. I want to sure. see if, if you're going to donate your fleet let's see if we can't donate some video production and maybe tag along. And if sure. we're able to pull it off and share those stories, we'd, we'd love to do that. Have, I, you, uh, have you been on a bus as it's pulled into Arlington with gold star families? Have you experienced uh, that or just taking them down to some? I, I personally have not been. No, I've been on that bus uh, when we've gone down to the memorials uh, when we pulled in down there. But uh, it's ironic. I actually drove that bus yesterday and transported the military. Did you? Yeah. And I've been driving a bus for 47 years since I've been a young kid. But, uh, you know, we always got, you know, a lot of people salute us as we go by yeah. in a military base. Yeah. Uh, they're always very thoughtful when they see that, that coach coming down the road. Yeah. One of the most humbling experiences of my life was standing in Section 60 with uh, Gold Star families. Section, section 60. There's obviously 
Arlington is full of heroes that have laid down uh, in behalf on behalf of our country. But By Section Sixty is where Ben is buried in Section Sixty, so yeah. I'm hoping they'll get there this year. Yeah, incredible. And I've been a couple times. Yeah. Boy, John, it's good to talk to you too, Judy. I mean, you've got she's holding the book up, Heart of a Ranger, the true story of Ben Cop, American hero in life and death. It, it's very well written. Yeah. Anyone that's been in the military, which I know a lot of your listeners have been, um, I've been told by people it's the most realistic mm. uh, recap of Ranger training. And I've got to say, Bill just, um, his son was in the military and he gets it. And, uh, and but he gets the human side as well. And I cannot recommend the book anymore than um, uh, everyone that I've given it to um, has just come back and um, just loved it. So I think it, I think a lot of people would benefit from reading it because it gives you such a good idea about the power Mm -hmm. of organ donation and self-sacrifice and one person that you know ever the 19 people die every day just in the united states so please if you're not sign up to be an organ donor i cannot stress that enough because look what it did for look what ben was able to do i mean he saved or improved nine people's lives directly and then tissue and um, other, you know, the impact is huge. Yeah. So you don't need to be, you know, as I've said, uh, unless you're getting buried in a strapless, low-cut evening gown, it's not going to show. And men don't do it. So, Gotcha. Incredible. Um, John, thanks for this introduction and making this happen for us. When my dad Thank left that rotary time, meeting, Brian. oh my I gosh, really appreciate when it. my dad left that rotary meeting, he called me and me and said, oh, <laughs> there's a guest you have to have. And I'm glad we've been able to make it work. I know that for you, Judy, when you talked about when the national anthem plays that heart beats a little bit faster, I'm sure when you it's put true. hand on heart, right, you feel it. Uh, and I know that you carry the weight around, right, of, of having that just privilege, but there's legacy in there. That young well, I'm already strong now. That's right. Heart of a Ranger. Yeah. And Judy, I want to mention Brian's father, Ralph, is a retired three-star general from the Air Force. So, uh, you know, he had a pretty high ranking. And what a great guy. Just a really good guy. He sure did. And he sure is. And he's the one that lined up. He's the one that match made us, Brian. That's right. That's right. It all happens for a reason. We're able to share these incredible stories. And on this day, right, this day that we take time to honor the thousands of Americans who have paid that ultimate price on behalf of our nation, our hearts beat uh, with a little extra bit of pride. All, knowing all that that young man, some, yes, ma'am. all gave some, some gave yes, all. Ma'am. Absolutely. Guys take time today and, uh, and remember those and let your heart beat a little bit stronger today, knowing that it does in Miss Judy because of Rangers the lead the way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> God bless you both. I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Absolutely. An incredibly inspiring episode of Pick Up the Six podcast. We just feel very fortunate and blessed 
to be able to share it with you today. Have a very blessed Memorial Day.